Hello and welcome to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk on uh, probably either YouTube, Facebook, or Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're watching on uh, Washington Live, we're on all three of those platforms and also Facebook Live, Mount Pleasant Live, and Fairfield, Fairfield Live. I see them live a lot, yeah. which is really hard because I say live a lot and then people have to remind me that the word live isn't part of our show title. Right. We're just Southeast Diving Union Sports Talk, we're not, yeah. which I like to call it Southeast Diving Union Sports Talk. Live, but I'm here. Uh, I'm Andy Kretzinger. Here's uh, my co-host here, Hunter Moeller, yep. uh, and Nick Steffen. So you'll see his face a little bit on the first commercial because we've got some. Uh, who, how, what percentage of people you think are tuning into this for the start of track season? What percent are just wondering about the bracket standings? Because we get a little of both. Uh, I'm gonna say like ninety percent of the people are like me and uh, don't want to watch college basketball anymore because our bracket's completely done. For oh them. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we're probably got more of a track base. Well, that's good news. Yesterday I got to thinking. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that. I forgot March Madness is still a thing because my I just kind of like it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> uh, see. I'm a little more positive about my uh, my life as we'll see here after the first uh, commercial. <laughs> but yeah. um, I noticed that it's so depressing the first Monday. Because it's you look forward to those two days of the or the first those four days the first weekend that's so depressing on Monday, and then you have like a couple of days of depression. Then I realized today it, it popped into my I was thinking about what I was going to do tomorrow, and then it popped in my brain that there's basketball games again tomorrow. Like it it, right. it shows back up, which is exciting. So, uh, but we'll talk about basketball uh, later. We have to uh, we've got a little bit of sports actual. Uh, live uh, yeah. uh, sports going on, even outdoor sports, hopefully, as long as the weather holds up. But, um, uh, yeah, actually, let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch my, my plan here on you okay. and talk about um, track season is beginning and the outdoor track mm -hmm. season is, has begun. We're, you're going to talk about Columbus uh, yeah. early work here in a second. But um, uh, mm -hmm. I wanted to just make an announcement as if anybody doesn't know that the Steve Roth relays are tomorrow, which mm -hmm. will be at 3 o'clock in Washington that uh, involves a lot of big our meet. our local teams. Uh, big meet. That's a boys meet. Um, I've actually got a story. Um, I talked to Braden Hartman, their um, star, uh, a senior thrower, who was on the Washington Coaches Show. Not uh, what? Uh, well, he's during football season, right? Um, and uh, head coach Steve Roth was just on the Coaches Show. If you're just tuned into this channel, uh, you have it on YouTube, and you're just watching whatever pops in live. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be an exciting track season. I was looking up. The conference meets from last year, our defending champions uh, coming into this year are Washington on the boys' side and yep. Mount Pleasant on the girls' side. And, in fact, the Union Sports area uh, got top two. It was Washington, Mount Pleasant on, on boys, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield on girls uh, last year. So tomorrow we'll, we'll get to see some of the, the current and future yeah. stars of track. You will, and, and, specifically. Yeah, and, you know, we, we talked about having so many good athletes last year. We, you talked about Mount Pleasant and Washington, but uh – -huh. That's not even getting into the uh, small schools. I mean, That's right. Talking, I'll talk about Columbus being great. When you know Winfield's got you know great uh, athletes on both sides. So uh, yeah, it's looking. You know, it's just the beginning. But you know, uh, in a couple months here, I'm sure we're going to see plenty of our athletes. Uh, you know, at a uh, Drake Stadium up there in Des Moines. For sure. Well, and you had. Uh, we'll we'll jump to the Columbus early bird real quick while yeah. I pull up. Uh, other ones from last week. You had uh, the task of, of typing up the, the Columbus Early Bird results, which was tough because that's a, a meet um, held in Columbus. It's always the first outdoor meet that we have, and it had a lot of our teams, and the Hunter's got a cough over there, yep, but it's got, it had a lot of our teams in it. And, well, we had 20 first-place finishers over there between the between the whole crew, which is yeah, a, a ton. So it, how'd that go? It come, you know, even comes up more to that because we had you know a couple win uh, two events. But, uh, you know, looking through the, uh, the, the final results here, obviously – uh, Columbus is the host. The boys, the Columbus boys, 212 points. They took first overall as a team. 
Uh, Van Buren County with 148 points for second, Winfield Mount Union third, 123, Central Lee 94, Lone Tree 63, Hillcrest Academy 18, and Highland 9. On the girls' side, Lone Tree was the winner on the team side with 158.5 points, Van Buren County uh, second with 127.5, Highland uh, followed 116, Winfield Mount Union 96, uh, Central Lee 61, Columbus 54, New London 49, and Hillcrest Academy 15. Um, then I'll just run through the first place finishers. As you mentioned, we have quite a bit. Uh, Kay yep. Namagon, who, you know, we talked quite a bit during football football season, is a great running back. Um, took first in the 100 meter dash and 200 meter dash. Uh, key clock times 11.06 in the 100 meter and 23.16 uh, in the 200 meter for the top spot. Uh, Damian Vergara was uh, another first place finisher for Columbus uh, in the 800 meter. Uh, he ran two minutes, nine, uh, 9.16. Uh, in the 3,200 meter, well, actually, Check that. <laughs> Tristan Miller, uh, another uh, running back for Columbus that we, yeah. we talked quite a bit about, uh, was a first-place finisher in the 110-meter hurdles with a time of 15.73. Um, and the the Wildcats also took first in the 4 by 100 um, That was um, uh, Jeff Hoback, Riley Cowberg, um, Miller, and Amagon. Uh, ran a time of 43.36. Um, and then also uh, in high jump, uh, you know, as we saw, Miller was uh, I think what finished third or fourth last year at out of uh, state. Yep. Um, took first in this meet, uh, jumped six six for the top spot. Um, let's see here, um, Russell Coyle, um, another footballer and wrestler we talked about. Um, one shot put and discus uh, through 40, 40 feet, um, eight point five in the um, in the shot and one hundred seventeen feet uh, in discus for the top spots there. And then looking here, let me go through here. Um, as you, for, look, as you look, I was just going to mention uh, this is uh, the <laughs> the peak moment. You, we've seen we knew that Columbus track would be pretty pretty darn good, and uh, they uh, they're one of the favorites in the Super Conference. Yeah, and I this think year. they won the uh, the UNI indoor, I believe. Uh, yes, they did. They did win. They won the indoor state championship over yeah. at um, U, uh, UNI. So mm-hmm. they just dominate the they dominate the uh, uh, sprints, yep. and then they have so many points in the field as well. Yeah. I honestly, they, they kind of dominate both. They they score a ton of points. So that's yeah, a, the relays are you know fantastic yeah. as well. And obviously, you remember yeah. last year when uh, what New London did they win the indoor or something like that? New London, I think, won at Iowa State. And then they uh, you know they kind of crept out the rankings, and we thought, oh my gosh, New London boys have a chance to win the state. Uh, <laughs> meet this year and they did yeah i remember uh you know we were i remember i can't remember somebody uh was posting on twitter of who was like the favorite and they, uh, you know, no one ever really yeah jeff linder mm-hmm. no one was talking about it and he was like looking at the events you know this is like he the favorite scores state title and it's mm-hmm. like oh that's crazy yeah <laughs> think about that but. i'm excited to see where columbus is this year around <laughs> uh in the exact same situation mm-hmm. there they have a very similar trajectory so far the first uh month or so of the track season but go mm-hmm. ahead um yeah for van buren um lincoln bain uh bainbridge uh, ran 1050.50 uh, for first and 3200 meter. Um, um, Dominic Mariotto, Lucas Fett, um, Bryce Moquin, and Anthony Duncan finished first in the 800 meter sprint medley with a time of a minute 41.02. Um, in the 100 meter, sh- uh, the 110 meter shuttle hurdle, uh, Van Buren won. Uh, for Winfield Mount Union, Colby Newsom finished first in the 1600 meter. Uh, Gabe, Hem- Gabe Hemsworth, who's uh, coming back after an, after a nice. Uh, Sophomore season last year. Yep. Uh, talked to his mom quite a bit. He's grown a lot. I remember he used to be oh, yeah. kind of a shorter kid running the hurdles, and now he's like now he's like six one, kind of running the hurdles. So yeah, he, uh, he showed off his uh, his his <clears throat> sprint speed uh, during mm-hmm. basketball a little bit. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was a uh, first place finisher in the four hundred meter hurdles um, with a time of fifty six sixty. On field events, Cam Buffington um, 
and talking to Hemsworth's mom, who's uh, I believe the well the the, the girls' coach, uh-huh. uh, said Buffington yep. uh, clinched a spot at Drake with um, a long jump win of twenty feet eleven inches. I think that might be the school. I think I also saw that was a new school record at Winfield. I think, I think so. Mm-hmm. And then um, the four by four of Ty Squirpil, Abram Edwards, Carter Lloyd, and uh, Hemsworth took first. Um, that was the four by four. Um, and let's see here. Uh, the distance medley of, uh, let's see how I have this set up. Uh, Cole Milks, um, Brendan Simmons, Hemsworth, and Newsom took first with a time of three minutes and 50 seconds. The distance medley there. Uh, let's see, on the girls' side, uh, this Van Buren here. Riley Phillips finished first in the 1500 meter. Uh, Libby Bainbridge, first place in the 400 meter hurdles. Uh, a lot of big list here. <laughs> we had a lot of winners. <clears throat> And then the the Warriors also took first in the four by eight. Go down the list here uh, for Highland. Um, the Huskies were first place in the four by two. Uh, Sarah, well, they took first in the four. Or this is Winfield. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Sarah Burton took first in the long jump she for was Highland. A state, for for Highland, she was a uh, uh, state finisher last year. Yep. I think she was a straight state and uh, Drake mm-hmm. qualifier last year. Yep, for Winfield, uh, the Winfield girls took first in the 4x4. Four four, um, and then uh, WMU's Quinn Smith took first in the high jump with a leap of 4.8. And then, yeah, that's – and then Columbus took first. Last uh, The last kind of first-place finish here was the Columbus uh, girls uh, took first in the distance medley. So, yeah, a lot of first-place finishers. Yeah. So sorry for me trying to go yeah, down the old list there. It was a very stacked um, – Meet with our teams, mm-hmm. uh, which we, Hunter and I uh, each trade off the uh, when that happens during track season. We're trying to get everybody's names in. It's like we're that's when we work hard. It's track mm-hmm. season when we have that many, um, especially when we have so many good like teams in the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We talk about all the time that if, if you were to rank the sports as far as how good our area is, the Southeast Iowa the track has to be top three for sure it might be number one might be number one yeah might be because i mean well i looked in last year new london mid prairie girls yeah yeah definitely last year year we had two two state champions and uh, washington got fourth um uh uh fairfield uh, mount pleasant new london and hillcrest academy were in uh uh pella uh for the central indoor that was the end of the indoor season by the way the end of last week uh we had some first places there um mount pleasant was able to show off their uh, their sprinters and jumpers are doing uh, pretty darn good. Uh, Will Davidson won a couple of events there, the 60-meter hurdles and the 200-meter uh, dash. So we'll say goodbye to the 60-meter hurdles since uh, that's the, the end of that. We'll see how he um, shows out in the 100-meter hurdles uh, probably tomorrow. Um, a couple of first-place uh, finishes there. I believe that Will Davidson is um, first place um, in 3A in the 200-meter dash right now, uh, which him and Elijah Morris of Washington will uh, for sure be two of the best in 3A this year. Um, Avon Trung, uh, 21 uh, feet, 6 inches on the long jump, beat Davidson. Davidson got second, uh, just over 21 feet for him. So Mount Pleasant's got a, a strong uh, couple of jumpers this year. Uh, Isaac Gerald fourth for them, and the shot put, this is Mount Pleasant boys. And then um, the 4 by 8 also placed. And um, did I lose uh, what place they got after a few days of um, thinking I had it there? Uh, they were top 8 for sure. Uh, and that 4 by 8 is... Uh, Gabe Feldman, Ben Carthy, Isaac Grinders, and Jacob Rickman. That's a, a state qualifier mm-hmm. from last year. Four, four by not all those kids, but um, four by uh, eight for Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, also in boys competition, uh, speaking of jumpers, um, Cade Benjamin, uh, who's uh, an absolute uh, favorite for uh, not only Class 1A, but uh, one of the Drake favorites, uh, mm-hmm. New London jumper, 
uh, six feet six inches. So uh, just under his, what he he jumped six seven. Six nines is best. Six nines is best, and he jumped six, six seven, seven to win the state, state title last year. Uh, last year to win the title, uh, and then right behind him, um, Hillcrest Academy's uh, Owen Scott, six foot even. Mm. Uh, so uh, that's a new name to be yep. uh, to be watching jump up um, the uh, the list there. Um, uh, in the 800, uh, Ryland Martin won uh, another um, New London track star that's coming back from that state championship uh, last year. Uh, two minutes, uh, 3.29 seconds. Uh, Mount Pleasant's Ben Carthy was was just behind him in sixth. And then the New London 4 by 4 uh, team of uh, Rian Seberg, Kale Westerbeck, Cade Benjamin, and Ryland Martin uh, won in 3.49.52. They either won or got second. Let me see here. Um, I'm reading off of my little cheat sheet that I used to write the story. And every once in a while, I get the, I just I have to go back and, and fill in the numbers later. Uh, on the girls' side, uh, it was a boy-girl meet. Uh, Mount Pleasant's four by one team: Bailey Jalis, Tristan Schull, Kinley White, and Andy Scott. One Andy Scott uh, back. Uh, yeah. Who did we talk about that last week? She yeah. was out with an injury in basketball, and now uh, um, it was a lower body injury, yeah. ankle, uh, knee, one of the two, yeah. and it was a little scary one. And I remember thinking, "Oh, that really hurts the Mount Pleasant girls track team." Yeah. Um, uh, she just joined the track team last year. She used to be a soccer player, and she's uh, a burner in the in yeah. the. Um, shorter distance events and and she's back and and making a difference already um their their second um four by 100 team got a sixth in that too so they even had two uh, they had a third place with josie gilmore in the high jump uh 410 for uh for josie gilmore uh the girls uh, we didn't have as many winners or, or top fives mm-hmm. um but fairfield uh 60 meter hurdle uh lily bergen and josie gilmore who will be two of the top 100 meter hurdlers uh in the on the girl side in the sec went 910 lily bergen of fairfield and Josie Gilmore of uh, Mount Pleasant. So that'll be a cool little uh, rivalry. The hurdles between Fairfield and Mount Pleasant girls have been a cool little rivalry uh, the last couple of years, even though both teams did lose a ton of talent last year. Um, Anyway, as I said, 60-meter hurdles. uh, Lily was uh, 10.46 seconds for ninth. Josie Gilmore, 10.47 for 10th. And then um, they had a 14th place out of a Melina Bloomquist in the 1500. Um, Mount Pleasant Isabel Mater was right behind her in 16th. Uh, Hillcrest Academy girls got a 15th place, which, uh, as I said, the, the girls was a stacked uh, group. 15th place, uh, long jump from Delaney Shaw, 4 feet 6 mm-hmm. four point. Uh, that's wrong. I have the distance wrong, but Delaney Shaw got 15th in the long, <laughs> the long right. jump there. So, uh, um, so yeah, uh, some early results yeah. from track. Um, of course, in these indoor, when you go to the indoor meets, it's like you're going against all the best yeah, players. Yeah. The teams from Des Moines, the teams from Cedar Rapids, yep. they're all 1A through 4A, so... Um, a pretty special uh, end to the indoor um, season. And as, as you said, the outdoor mm-hmm. uh, track season um, is kicking off. we got Columbus, got the Steve Roth yep. relays tomorrow. Um, one name I forgot to mention, I'll put out oh, here. Go ahead. I just noticed I forgot it. Keaton Townsley, uh, one of the best uh, hurl, hurdle, mm-hmm. uh, hurdlers um, on the girls' side, uh, took first in that in the, uh, the Columbus meet. So in that event with an 18.05. So I'm sure some of our Winfield uh, watchers noticed this, but I covered the uh, Southeast Iowa Union, uh, all, no, 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 not the Southeast Iowa Union All-Star Games. We don't, <laughs> the Southeast Iowa All-Star Senior Games, and they had Keaton uh, as Kenny, Kenny Townsley on the, uh, <laughs> K-E-T-T-Y, on the, um, on the roster. Thanks so. you like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, didn't, I was going to mention it to a Winfield person. I just didn't see it. I just, I, I usually am just chatty and, and talk with everybody, and I think I was quiet that night because the tournament was going on, so I probably uh, was stressed out. Um, anyway, oh, no, I was just depressed because Iowa lost two days earlier, and All Drake right. lost uh, Friday night, so I was just depressed. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, and, and what do we? Oh, we got one more piece of um, sports, which we're going to fit in before this first commercial break. Big day yesterday or two days ago um, when they came out with the two days ago, days Monday, the football districts for the Iowa High School Athletic Association. It's kind of a surprise to everyone when they come out because they just kind of come out of the blue. Uh, yep. They had just gotten the classifications out. We talked about them last week, I think. Yep. And um, and I just got a reply uh, to them on Twitter. Uh, so I remembered, oh, we better talk about that on the show. Um, but there's big news in the world of our three big schools, especially <clears throat> as we already knew Mount Pleasant was back in 3A for football. They are in the same district as Washington. Um, I believe Washington and Mount Pleasant are in District 5. Um, I will double-check to make sure on that. Four? Yeah. Ah, here we go. Nick knows. Uh, which means if Washington and Mount Pleasant in District 5 or 4, that <laughs> means that uh, you can give me a thumbs up on this one, Nick. Fairfield is in District 5 because I know they're one away. So, um, so I've heard a couple unhappy people yep. that Fairfield is not in the same district because, as Washington well, and Mount I think their closest opponent is Williamsburg. Yeah, they got pushed west. And they're like Williamsburg, Mount Vernon. and Yeah, Williamsburg, something. Mount Vernon. Um, here, I, I wrote a story on the newspaper, but I'm going to uh, jump it up anyway. Uh, Mount Pleasant, Washington are in District 4 with Davenport Assumption, Fort Madison, Keokuk, and Mount Vernon. And then Fairfield is in District 5 with Benton, Grinnell, Solon, South Tama, and Williamsburg. Yep. So, yes, Fairfield has some traveling to do. And I didn't know that they would put the entire Southeast Conference in a district like they have in the past. Um, it, there's a lot of things that go into that. Strength of the district is one. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, geography. Yeah. I almost called it geology. Geography is, is one of those things. And so that was uh, a little different. It's kind of interesting. I think I, I get it. Kind of just because I mean I get like why people would be upset just because Washington's farther north than yeah Fairfield technically I guess but well then I think like I don't know yeah true you could have made the argument that well I think mostly it's people just want Washington and Fairfield and Mount Pleasant to be in the same one right <laughs> <laughs> and then if then if they not aren't then people get upset but that doesn't mean the Fairfield won't be playing uh, local teams right. uh, they could play I don't they have two non district games right. so they could. As long as everyone agrees to it and the state says yes, they could pick up Mount Pleasant and Washington. That, mm. Mount Pleasant was in a different class this last two years, right. and both years they played Washington and Mount Pleasant first two games of the year. I thought it was kind of anticlimactic that the um, a couple of our better rivalry games were right at the beginning. I kind of like them to be in the middle, so you get a little feeler. Right. But that makes every game – that makes those non-district games seem pretty important when they're your rivals. Right. Um, uh, what else do we have to talk about? Mid-Prairie um, is our only 2A uh, this year. They're in it with Albia Central League, Davis County – um, Mediapolis and West Burlington, Notre Dame. Um, our 1A team, Sigourney, Kyoto, and Cardinal got grouped into the same one. Uh, so they'll be back in the same district. And then the Class A is is basically the Southeast Iowa Union um, class uh, or district that that everyone got put in because right. in District 5, Columbus, Highland, Pekin, Van Buren County, all in the same one. And they're also joined by local teams, Danville, who used to have a co-op with yep. uh, Mount Pleasant. Um, along with Lisbon, Loiza, Muscatine, and Wapalo. So that's our local list of local districts. And then the eight-man teams. The same as yep, New London, Waco, and, and Winfield Mount Union, all yep. three together. So, uh, so yeah, those are pretty local. So the big, the big surprise is the Fairfield is not in the same district as Mount Pleasant, Washington. So, right. So, um, yeah. You can, I don't know. I, said, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't decide that. I was going to say just if you have any comments about that that you want aired out. You know, email us or contact us, and we'll we'll throw right. it on la next uh, next right. week's show. People are not happy. Yeah, exactly. I've talked to a couple of people that aren't very happy, but um, you know that's how it shakes out. Anyway, 
Uh, that's all we have for the first segment of yep. the Southeast Diving Sports Talk. We have some important stuff to talk about um, a lot still. And one thing a lot of people are probably asking about is who's winning our bracket challenge. So after this uh, two-minute commercial, we're going to go over the uh, see where we're all, we all stand and see who's the favorite for our championship belt slash trophy um, and the Friends of the Union bracket challenge. Yep. So we'll be back in two minutes. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. And we're back here, Andy, just getting back to his seat. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into what, as you mentioned, uh, people are probably most excited for. Yes, the people uh, are doing well. Our uh, our friends of the union NCAA uh, bracket challenge here. Uh, Let's just say it's not going well for me or Nick. Nick still has some hope. I've got about three teams that I'm kind of leaning leaning on. Andy, sitting up here, what tied for third is uh, looking yeah. pretty good still. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been pain for me so far. So yeah. how are you feeling? <laughs> how are uh, you feeling sitting up near the top? I'm feeling good. I was actually just in our um, editor James's office to ask him if he is James. By the way, if you are uh, James Brackett. Please reply because I don't know who it is. I yeah. don't know which James. Um, we've got a lot of Jameses, but your ESPN fan, whatever. I don't think it says his name. So he's been at the top this entire time, but I wouldn't say he's the odds-on favorite because Sean Atch. Do we know Sean? Uh, nope. Is that Sean? Is that short for Sean Atchinson? Atchinson, or just Atch? I, I have don't no know. Clue. But he. Uh, it does his fourth fourth bracket, and it was the right one for him to join in on. Um, he is not only. If we can click on jo- Sean Atch's bracket. Not only yeah, is he see, he's got the most first, total left. And not only does he have the most total left, but if you scroll down to his final four, uh, I like, if I were to fill out a bracket right Ooh. now, I would make this my final four. He's I got Alabama, too. Tennessee, Texas, and UConn, which I believe are the four that I think are going to move on. Maybe Texas and Houston is a little 
Um, although, isn't that going to be a little, I, little... I think I think Texas is going to destroy Houston. Isn't that going to be a little brother syndrome type <laughs> thing if Houston is playing against Texas? What do I know? Because Texas is the big school in that, you know, in Texas. And so, uh, so yeah, he has a great bracket. Uh, he has tons of Elite Eight teams left. Kansas State, Tennessee. He had FAU moving on. Wow. I was looking at this earlier. That's and I was insane. Impressed. So he's, he's the favorite right now. Um, but uh, anyone towards the top, if you still got a champion in, especially if you're the top person with your champion, you got a pretty good chance because it's, um, it's 40 points for the Sweet 16 wins and then 80. Wow. And then 160 I really need text for the win. Final Four wins. I need you to have a UConn lose. And 320 <laughs> if your team wins the championship. Because so, my only hope is because you have Kansas. I have Kansas and Duke playing. So yeah, it's and so I have Duke and UConn. So I need UConn to win out. Do you, yeah. Okay. Wait. Let me look at this for you guys. Because remember, the loser between us three needs to buy that's a dinner for the championship. And Nick is behind. Uh, yeah. But you have three Final Four teams going. I do. That's more than Hunter it was has. really the, yeah. the East that killed me. Yeah, Purdue. So I had Providence as oh, like man, a dark that's horse. A lot of, that's a lot of scratch outs. Yeah. <laughs> go look at mine. <laughs> yeah. Ch- yeah. Pull up Hunter. See. See how this is doing. Hunter's champion is out because he had Kansas. My, champion, my final four. Kansas. I only have two final four teams left, man. You only have two final four teams? Uh, oh, I so maybe there's hope for me. the wrong one. That's Oh, there's Samantha. Samantha uh, Hunter's fiance is doing better than him. He, she was towards the top. Yeah, she was like top uh, five for a long time. Yeah, my wife's pretty high up there too, but her champion, Marquette, is out. See, here's my hope right here. Alabama and Texas Friends making the final four. Yep, there but you go. But then I also have uh, Kansas State still alive, I think. Oh, I've got you totally blocked for first because I have both those. Um, Yeah, I know. You got Kansas State. Yep. And that's a lot of scratches, too. So it's between Nick and Hunter. Do we have, we basically have a championship between you guys two, Kansas State? No, because either, even if Kansas State wins, Nick's got plenty of points. But we'll probably know by next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll know if, we'll we'll know if Texas loses. Or Kansas, Kansas State loses. Yeah, if Kansas State right. loses, you're pretty well, much done, right? Well, if UConn loses as well. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, UConn loses. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll – be, but you guys – well, no, Hunter can't catch me. No. <laughs> but uh, Nick can because he's have got to have every, dogs. You'd have to have every one of your teams lose, which is yeah. Yeah. kind of impossible because – I think, Andy, you beat out of the three of us. I think you won. It's I think – well, if UConn goes, though, if UConn goes, you can – that's 320 oh, points. True. Um, right now, if I had to bet on somebody, I, I would uh, – UConn would definitely be up there. Um, so here, so Sean Atch, if Alabama wins, I can't see anyone topping him. That's tough for Mr. Josh Alabama. Fields here because he's also got Alabama Alabama winning. looks good, though, man. Jim Henney also. Um, there's Andrew Brown representing Winfield Union with a crossed-out champion with Kansas. <laughs> I know, just the lone uh, one up there. Look, that's really tough when Go you're look the, at his bracket. Look, there's like, there's like, four, and, and Andrew, Brown, there's like yeah, 14 people in the top, and he's the only one that has the champion crossed-out. Now, Andrew Brown is a very popular name. Like, that's that's a very popular first and last name. I just assume this is the senior at Winfield Union. Uh, oh, he had Marquette going. Oh, and Marquette Purdue. Marquette going, Purdue. I, I will never pick or bet on Purdue for anything again. Oh, no. Arizona Too Baylor, so they're like, yeah, he's got... Got the Houston Texans. Oh, his, his right side though. of the bracket, though, is pretty stout. Yeah. Hey, you want to... And San Diego State, too. That hurts. I think the East just messed up everyone. Do you want to... the East was the craziest. Yeah, the East was wild. Do you want to see a cool feature that uh, I don't think a lot of people know about? But, Nick, if you click on... Go to... Click on your bracket. Okay. Um, yeah, there we go. Rutgers got robbed. And then you see that bracket cast bottom left? Yeah. Check that out. Click it. 
And now, if you go click any of the games up there, <gasps> like click click on yeah, just anything like my uh, click uh, Kansas State, Michigan State, and now look off to the left side. Oh, so you can happens. see everybody on, in the group how they have who they have winning this game and how far they have. So if you scroll through, you uh. see Sean Atch has the uh, Kansas State in the lead. So you can see who who gets. Um, hurt the most. Oh, like oh there's Mike Wilson. I saw Mike Wilson's pretty. Oh, right below his wife too, uh, uh, in the standings. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Mount Pleasant principal Mike Wilson. Uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah, so you, you can everyone's see. points as well. Yeah, click on. I want to know. Can you click on the? Where's Miami? Miami and Houston. I want to know who's got. If Miami wins, I want to know who who's making a jump because I feel like everyone Ooh, would have I think Houston. Everyone's picking Houston. Does not oh. wait. Oh, there's one. Panthers. Oh, Mike Wilson. Mike Wilson. Oh, second shadow of the day. He's he's the only person that's going to get some points. He's the only one that Miami has. wins because you kind of want to be in those that situation where you can at least jump up past everybody. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to get something from Princeton and Creighton. That's dead. <laughs> Xavier Texas will probably separate the men from the boys a little bit. Why did Xavier getting upset like the first round? So I think Princeton, uh, I think Princeton's going to win. I was uh, yeah. Princeton looks really good. Oh yeah, I think they have a chance against Creighton. Uh, you imagine. Imagine if Princeton goes all the way. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm very excited because you. So you can also on the ESPN thing you can click on the leaderboard for everybody. And um, last year, because there was a 15 seed in the f- final four of the Elite Eight, Elite Eight, Elite Eight, um, the Peacocks. Who was that? St. Peter. St. Peter's. You're right. St. Peter's. Um, so at the time when the Elite Eight was about to happen, if you clicked on the leaderboard. The entire leaderboard had St. Peter's winning because the only people that would have picked them to go that far were St. Peter's students. Yeah. And so that was really cool. So I'm excited for that. So there we go. So basically, Sean Ash, you got a good shot. James Brackett. Um, Josh Fields, you're in trouble with – you're getting blocked there. Uh, Andrew Brown is probably the highest you'll be because of the uh, of the Kansas thing. And then um, Jim Helm, uh, you're riding Texas right now. Jim Helm. Where did I come up with Jim? The Helm. <laughs> the Helm. Because you looked at Jim I probably Manning. know who that is. If I could just think about it, um, Helmerson is that a Helmerson? Pretty good chance that's a Helmerson. I'm going to say. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you've got Texas, um, San Diego's finest has got Houston, uh, Francis. Is that um, is that a New London Francis? Francis. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Colton Francis. Colton Francis. That makes sense. He's look good, Gonzaga. Huh. Yep. Uh, KB10, uh, you got your, you're the Imagine top if, if Gonzaga right goes, he's got oh, a great Kevin shot. He's the only one with Gonzaga. In the top yeah. <laughs> oh, I just noticed that Josh Fields has two in the top 11. So, um, yeah, those are pretty much, yeah, my wife's down and tied for 11th. Basically, those, that's, you, who, that's who we're down am to. Am I the only those. one with UConn? Yeah. You have you're the only person with go. UConn in the whole thing? Yeah. Like that, then you're still alive. Why, so does, it, UConn, why, does, why does it feel you're, like you're every time UConn gets to, like, if UConn gets past the Sweet 16, I feel like they win the match? Yeah, I, it's just one of those things where you got to think like I, I picked Kentucky and then of course they lost, but my logic was like they have Division One, like they have five star guys. UConn has to only have four and five star guys oh, yeah. to go to UConn. About to become the biggest UConn fan ever. Yeah, you could jump, you could jump the entire list if UConn goes all the way. Probably that's true. So really, what you should cheer for is UConn to go and then all the upsets to happen in the world. Yeah, you know, then you could you could still win it. I think it'd be funny if one of us won. Although if Bama, <laughs> if Bama loses, if Bama or Houston lose, it's going to hurt a lot of people. Yeah, that'll be really what. Yeah, what, I've, even though I haven't won, I have in my final four. So. What, oh, I have one thing to, uh, for you to do before we stop talking about this. One thing that scares me as somebody who has UCLA, click on leaderboard. Uh, are there going to be any inappropriate words on the, eh, maybe we shouldn't click on leaderboard. 
<laughs> I don't know everybody <laughs> named their brackets. So just trust me on this ohm. But if you click on leaderboard, like all the top brackets have UCLA winning for some for whatever reason, whatever mathematical reason. Yeah, I want you to click on it, but I don't because I'm sure. <laughs> I am sure that out of the amount of, of names that we're going to see. But aren't like 90% of national champions like from like the east of the Mississippi? Hey, hey. Yeah, that's true. Well, besides look, UCLA. Look at top group and look at the top name. Top group? Top. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> we won't put that don't on like the air. We won't put that <laughs> on the air. That. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't even think about the fact that we put on that there's inappropriate words on the right so side. Bad. So don't look at the right side of the screen. It's it's not on the. There we go. It's not I on anyone. Anyway. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, no one saw that, and no one has the replay function because YouTube. It's still it's still 2001. So uh, right. YouTube hasn't invented that yet. Uh, but with that, there we go. That's where we stand. And next week, we'll, we probably won't have our champion yet, but we'll have a It'll pretty be good, close. Idea. We'll have a good idea. So maybe maybe I'll get statements from our um, our contenders next week. <laughs> maybe that's a homework for us to find our contenders after this weekend and then get statements before next Wednesday. Before next Tuesday. Uh, spoiler. Almost had a spoiler. Uh, we're going to go to commercial. And then we have a huge announcement after the commercial. So stick around. The future of this show depends on it. Yep. when you're talking about your dreams, which is why we're going to keep you covered with plans that can save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. That's protection. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. We're back. I teased a big announcement, uh, but before that, I want one more thing to say about the brackets. If you can just throw up the last place on our thing. So the person who's in last in the Friends of the Union bracket right now is Addie Kretzinger, a.k.a. Um, oh, look. Yeah. A.k.a. my five-year-old who <laughs> created hers based on basically I just told her the mascots. And uh, so she's in trouble. She does have San Diego State in the final four, so she's not totally dead yet but she's been asking a lot about 
Daddy, uh, how many points do I have in my thing? And so I'll just say how many points, which she's, even though she's last, she's got like 250. And so how many be, do you get for having correctly picking a team making the final four? That's 80 points. So if, if there's a bunch of upset, she could pass people, definitely. But uh, so she's, yeah, she had Pittsburgh. She was riding with Pittsburgh. And um, so uh, she's, she asked pretty much every day, even when there's not games, can we check the basketball thing so I can see my points? And then I'll say, you know, you got 200, 230 points. And she'll go, whoa, that's a lot of points. Yeah. And, she, and then so she asked if she was going to win the trophy yesterday. And I had to break it to her. That I don't think that you're going to win this trophy this it, year. Well, she was beating me after the first day, yeah. which was humbling. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she had some, you know, all the kids. Um, I have another group where all of our kids play. And, you know, at the beginning of the – it was a pretty crazy first weekend. So they had – they. We had a kid. Uh, we had a six-year-old leading my my friends group for a while. There but, you go. But uh, you know, the fun-sounding teams. I um, one of my friends' sons uh, picked Boise State for a couple games because Boise sounds like boys. Ooh. So yeah. Um, anyway, that's what's all. Our news? The what's, our, what's our exciting news? This is our news. Uh, breaking news from the South State Union Sports Desk, which is currently in Washington, Iowa. But among others, uh, with our um, a couple of us live in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. So we drive uh, and we drive around all the time um, in Hunter here from New London. So we have a new recording space. Um, so we're going to have two recording spaces now. We have one in Washington and one in Mount Pleasant. The show is going to be moved to Mount Pleasant. You're a big time show when you get moved to a different city. Right. I mean, I'm sure time. that like, yeah, when uh, sports, <laughs> when ESPN got moved out to Connecticut, if that ever happened or you know, those big-time radio jockeys, they get big, and then they move to a different one. Or they we're moving. We're going to be an all-new um, studio next week. Yep. Not only that, it is an all-new time next week. Yep. Um, it is going to be on Tuesdays, which is a little closer to the weekend, so you'll get more updated um, coverage or whatever from the weekend stuff, yep. which most of the big sports events have the weekends. And it's going to be a one o'clock show. You can always watch. It's going to be on all the same channels. So you can always replay it. So if you're used to watching it at two o'clock, you tune can in. Just, yeah, you can just tune in and, <laughs> and, uh, and start it there and pretend it's live, but it will be one o'clock on Tuesdays starting next week. So, uh, that should give us some freedom to, uh, do some fun things because it's going to yeah. be a little closer to uh, my house. Right. And so... A um, couple blocks away, huh? A couple blocks away, and so we'll have fun. I, are we allowed to announce anything else about the Mount Pleasant channel? Probably not. I'd be stepping uh, the on... The first, like, Mount Pleasant live morning show is on Tuesday at 8 a.m. Oh, there, there we go. go. So the so the kickoff day of Mount Pleasant live stuff in Mount Pleasant, because Nick does mm-hmm. Mount Pleasant news shows uh, as well as Fairfield news shows. But that the next branch of this video project um, is is sprouting on Tuesday. Sweet. So there we go, and uh, we're 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 a multi we're, we're a multi town organization, <laughs> and yeah. our video will now reflect that. Yep. So we will not see you next week. Nope. Uh, we well, will. We see will you see you next week, week. <laughs> but we will not see you at the same time, yeah. same place. Not same time, same place, same channel. We'll see you on Tuesday. Tuesday. When? <laughs> at one o'clock, o'clock Central Standard Time. Yep. See you next week. See you next week.